It's Medical Matters without any further ado. Dr. Marlon McKay, good evening. Thanks for joining us. Welcome, Doc. Good evening. Thanks for having me. Apologies for boring you with my soliloquy. I was just laying the table there for what's coming up on the show. And I'm just thinking, here he is holding and he's thinking, uh, they should have called me 10 minutes later. But thanks for your time, Doc. It really means the world to us. And I think this topic is very important because at times we have sniffles. We don't know what it is. You have this cough and you think it's been there for a couple of days. Uh, Just going straight to it. Is this the flu season or does flu have any season at all doc yes so we talk about seasonal flu or influenza yeah and that in our country that would happen in winter so i think it's it's important that we just distinguish the different syndromes that we have mm. because we tend to use the word flu yes. sort of interchangeably and mm. very very broadly mm. whereas in medical terms it's a specific condition usually known as influenza mm. so influenza per se is a serious illness. Tell us what it is, please. Yeah. So this is where you you find one minute. Patients will actually say, you know, at 10 past three, I felt like a bus hit me. I had a very high temperature. My body was extremely sore, severe headache, usually a dry cough, not much in the nose and a bit of a sore throat. Mm. And you are down. It's man down. You have to be in bed. You're down for about, you're sick for at least, you know, a week to 10 days. And then you start kind of feeling better. And that's a worse, worse kind of illness that you can have. And that's classically now country as it winter. That's your seasonal influenza. Okay. Then you get the common cold, which is much milder, generally no fever. Mm. And usually three things, cough, runny nose or blocked nose and a sore throat. Yeah. And that with or without medication can last a couple of days. You will get better. And usually we just rush off to the chemist, some yeah. you know, um, over-the-counter medication, you tend to feel better. Yeah. What we are experiencing now, so you can see it's unusual to have that flu now. Ah. So therefore, what is going on now? The mm. moment you start mentioning sneezing, yeah. sniffles, itchy nose, burning yeah. nose, itchy eyes, those are symptoms of allergies. Seasonal okay. allergies, you see. So that's when, for instance, the pollen count is high. We're exposed to dust, to grass, the trees, the flowers, yeah. cats, dogs. And we get this classic symptom of this niggling thing. So it goes, it comes, and for weeks on end, you always look sick. And that's why in the end, you're just tired and, and yeah. you look miserable. But it's allergies. So it's not an infection. Ah. It's allergies due to, the, due to the high exposure of these allergens that are floating around. And so you have, it starts usually with an itchy nose and sneezing. Yeah. And if you don't treat that as allergies, because most of us rush off to the chemist and yeah. treat it as a cold or flu, uh. and then it, you develop the nasal congestion. And that then you're just sick all the time. So you have this frontal headache, chronic sniffy, snotty, snorry, sneezy, post-nasal drip, irritating cough, yeah. and you just feel all around miserable. I hope that puts into context what what is going on now it, and how to label the different syndromes. It does, it does, uh, and, and very succinctly so. Thanks for that eloquent explanation, Doc. But let, let's, let's take a few steps back. How widespread yeah. are those allergies? And uh, you've explained it well that I, I might have an itchy nose, itchy eyes, and uh, I'm just uh, not well. Um, perhaps it's better... It's easier said than done to distinguish them from each other. But then um, 
what's the best way of dealing with it? Do I go into the, a chemist and, and explain exactly what's happening to me or to a doctor? Uh, or should I just uh, sit at home for a couple of days? Uh, in this instance, I'm, I'm, I'm referring to the latter as, as far as allergies are concerned. Allergies, yes. yeah. So, 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 yes. So generally, those who suffer with allergies kind of know, because if they know historically, they'll go ah. back and say, I remember, man, every time the season changed, mm. I used to get sick. Mm. And um, I had to be taken to the doctor. So because the because it's not cold and it's not flu, generally allergies do not respond to your over-the-counter preparations, and that's where many of us go wrong because we think, ah, let me just pop into the chemist. Yeah, you know, we we use again the other term that we use very very loosely, sinus. Oh man, I, I just a yes. bit of sinus. And so yes. we tend to get these medications that start with S-I-N-U. That's another yes. topic altogether. But anyway. And you won't so, mention them, right? <laughs> I won't mention not at all, not at all. So sure. ideally, ideally, because a lot of these allergies, the treatment of it is, is corticosteroids, nasal steroids, inhaled yeah. uh, nasal sprays that contain cortisone. Yeah. And this, uh, the, the, the newer generation antihistamines that are non-sedate, in other words, non-drowsy, yeah. those yeah. generally pres- and, uh, require a prescription. And so my advice is if you think that you fall into this latter category of allergies, please go to your doctor and describe that. Mm. Please do not make the mistake of walking into the doctor and say, doctor, I got flu, treat me. Because doctors yeah. will not. They will jump onto the bandwagon of yes. antibiotics, cold and flu remedies, cough mixtures, yeah. all sorts of things, and you will not get better. Yeah, and and again, a couple of steps back. Now let's go to uh, to 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 cold. Uh, you said it would be milder than the flu, and uh, it is usually not as bad. And uh, I'd have a cough here and there. But what what would be a big difference between a flu and a cold in this instance? Um, is it because uh, how would I see it simply? without remembering all these uh, symptoms that are there? Is it more severe? Yeah. Is flu more severe? Is that how I know that this is flu now? Absolutely, absolutely. In, in, in to put it bluntly, if yeah. when it's flu, you feel like you're going to die. <laughs> okay. You feel like you've been hit by a bus, yes. and if you don't get treatment, I am going to die because yes. I can't lift my head off the bed. Whereas a, a person with a cold, they generally can still go to work, yeah. and get up out of bed, they just have those symptoms. They coffee, sneeze, you know, uh, very snotty, and and a bit of bed rest, fluids, and there you can gladly take any over the counter remedy because whether you take something or not, you will get better anyway. It may just last a little longer because remember, antibiotics don't work for work for colds. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nothing. As much as they advertise all these fancy remedies, yeah. there's no even. There's more than two hundred of these viruses that cause the common cold. So there's no way that any particular treatment has evidence for benefit. Ah. It's just time, bed rest, fluids, and you want to take what you call symptomatic treatment. Because yes, I feel sick, so I want to feel better. Yes. So you tend to use these these things, but it's a mm. lot milder. The flu, you know, when you've had flu, you're yeah. shivering, cold, headache. Your, your every part of your body is 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 extremely sore. And and cold, can I pass it around? Can I infect my colleagues if I've got Ab- cold? Yes, absolutely. Such a good mm. point. Cold and flu is highly contagious. Allergies, obviously not. Okay. okay. So the treatment, especially for flu, because with the flu uh, season in winter, I mean, yeah. you can literally cause a breakout. You can wipe out the school, your whole classmates, yeah. the factory. So it's, it's very, very important that we mask up and then stay home. Yeah. 
You yeah. try and isolate and then not part, uh, pass it on. Every time you cough or sneeze, you're spluttering millions of these germ particles, mm-hmm. which can then uh, cause an infection. So hand washing is also critical. And, and Doc, I was just going to complain to you. I mean, I don't have any evidence to this effect, but uh, this is just purely anecdotal from myself and my humble experiences that I found that uh, these days, and uh, by these days I mean two years uh, uh, well, two years ago up to now, um, whenever I have what I may, what you've just described as flu in this instance, it generally lasts longer than it used to. Initially, it would be two, three days out, bed rest, chicken soup, one or two medications, uh, home remedies, a bit of uh, vitamin C, and you're up and about. But I have found that I, I could be the only one on the planet, but I have found that it, it's, there's somehow, for, for whatever reason, uh, it, the symptoms take far longer than they used to before. Am I just imagining things or is it a different type of flu? Yeah, no, I think, I think you're not imagining it. And uh, this was my experience as a, as a GP in, in, in this past winter season. Yeah. Patients did tend to get, stay sick longer. Yeah. And they battle with what we call post-viral complications, like, ah. like a cough, a cough that's a niggle for up to yeah. six weeks, you know, post-viral bronchitis type thing, mm. shortness of breath. Mm. So you're absolutely right. And I think, I think a lot of it is with this cross-infection. So we're not staying indoors. We cross-infecting ah. each other by coughing. Yes. Um, we not, you know, there are these specific antiviral medication that one can use. That obviously, it must be used within hours of the of the infection starting. Yeah. So, if you can get that, you shorten the duration of the illness. So, oh. if you miss that that point, the, it can it can drag on. Um, I think there's also a lot of resistance going on. Mm. This willy nilly over treatment of influenza with antibiotics. This patients requested and doctors are over prescribing antibiotics also leads to all sorts all mm. sorts of problems. So I agree hundred percent we are bad. Every year it just gets a bad little more difficult. Yeah. The patients stay sick longer. Yes. Their symptoms are more severe. This this past season I've never admitted so many patients with in severe influenza. Really? Influenza pneumonia. Yeah. You know, in respiratory distress. Patients have been very, very ill and then they have this niggling symptoms that just don't want to settle and they 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 sick far longer. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Doc, really appreciate it. I, I mean, um, this is very important. As I said, it's not, uh, some people may think it's not as exciting as speaking about corruption, but these are everyday politics of our lives and that we have to deal with. Um, uh, my guest is Dr. Marlon McKay, general practitioner, and uh, we are just uh, having an v- interesting discussion about flu, cold, allergies, uh, and, and, and looking at flu specifically and uh, what makes it so difficult to uh to 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 get rid of and it could be that uh, you are currently experiencing uh symptoms of that sort we've got a gp on the line feel free to interact with uh, the gp uh, dr marlon mckay 011-883-0702 uh, and if you'd like to send a text message um, we can also, uh, uh, I'll, uh, let me give you the number. Feel free to send your text messages, uh, to this number and uh, your voice notes as well to the very same number. 072 I'd love to hear, uh, from you. And, uh, this one says, Hi, Doc. I've had, uh, the flu since the beginning of January. I got antibiotics. 
let's go back to it. I have antibiotics yet to date. I still have a phlegmy cough. Could it be bronchitis, Doc? Yeah, so already there's exactly what I've been talking about. I have influenza, or I had flu since January. I have taken antibiotics. Flu is viral. Antibiotics do not work for viruses. So that's mistake number one. Misdi- mm. Either the diagnosis is wrong, in other words, it's not flu, or the treatment is wrong. And if it is flu-like symptoms with a viral infection, there's definitely absolutely no place for antibiotics. And if there's one message that I'd like to leave tonight, that please do not treat every cough, every symptom with an antibiotic. 99% of these syndromes are viral. Antibiotics work against bacteria. So we are wasting, we are over-prescribing antibiotics and we're going to lead to a problem where we have these superbugs. So the it's being mistreated or misunderstood as being flu when it could be something else. If it's lasting so long, ongoing, it cannot be influenza. Let's talk a bit. Sorry, go ahead, Doc. So therefore, one has to look again. So you can have a post-viral thing where you, as I mentioned just now, you've had a viral infection, maybe flu, and then you have this post-viral bronchitis with this niggly Mm -hmm. cough. Mm-hmm. Even then, the treatment is not necessarily antibiotic, and that your doctor needs to look at carefully. Is it a post-nasal drip? Is it uh, acid reflux? All these things that can cause a cough to niggle and the cough to persist long after the initial infection. Yeah, and without disrespecting the years that you've spent studying about uh, medicine and everything else, Doc, um, some, I know there are a lot of people who would still insist that ah, ah, I want home remedies and uh, I'm sure my immune system is strong enough to withstand uh, the flu. Uh, as it were, uh, I would have uh, perhaps oranges, garlic or whatever it is. Uh, say something about home remedies. And I don't want yes. to uh, put you in a corner. And that's why yes. my question is so broad. Um, uh, please, please express a thought on home remedies as opposed to just uh, upping and going to the doctor. Yeah. So, so remember with flus and, and common colds, there's nothing wrong with taking what we call supportive or symptomatic treatment. Okay. In other yeah. words, um, if, if the chicken soup, if that makes you feel better mm. or all these things that get advertised, as long as the, from my, my personal view or my, what, uh, from my understanding from studying is that these have no, if the moment it gets advertised as treatment for mm. a cold or prevention of a cold, the way things get advertised, that is misleading. As I said, because these things are caused by so many different viruses and viral streams, one should be very careful of using it. Um, so, so, and then just because it says natural doesn't necessarily mean it's safe, you know. Mm. Um, we, go, we go with the science, what has been proven to develop. But at the end of the day, time is the own time and bed rest and fluids is really the best remedy for these cold and, and, and flu viruses. And I don't want to sound um, too much like a dad, uh, but yes. bed rest, uh, as opposed to chilling on the couch because I'm off work and then yes. I, I'm just, uh, I, I have a remote control in my hand and uh, changing channels, going to Netflix, this, that, and the other. Uh, is, is this, please say something about a difference between yeah. that and bed rest. Yeah. So, so the first thing is this, uh, this issue of infectiousness. Because if you're fiddling with the remote and you're in the, in the lounge on the couch, you are immediately contagious and at risk of infecting the whole household. And if there's yeah. someone there with, 
who's elderly, whose immune system may not be up to scratch, you potentially you can cause a severe infection with them. So mm. when we say bed rest, we mean isolation in your bedroom, masking up very little contact with the outside world and the rest of the family until you feel until you feel better. It is not a holiday. It was never meant to be a holiday. <laughs> you're not supposed to enjoy yourself. You know, you're sick. You should be. If you're sick enough to be at home, you're sick enough to be uh, treated properly as such. Yeah, and I, I, I would assume there's a difference between sleeping on the couch and on the bed. Uh, size being one of them, I'd like to believe, and the body needs a bit of rest uh, that is un, un, uninhibited uh, whatsoever. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, there's, uh, there's posture, and, and, and yeah. it's just that mental yeah. state, because if you're on the couch mentally, you don't, you don't feel sick, because now ah. you're focusing on the TV and whatever else. Whereas if you're in bed rest, it's, it's like a hospital situation. Yes, I'm ill. I'm here to recover. I'm not here to have fun. And, uh, and I want to get better as fast as I can. Oh seven two seven zero two one seven zero two oh seven two seven zero two one seven zero two. That is a text. That's where you can send your text messages to or your voice notes accordingly. Um, and if you'd like to speak to Dr. Marlon McKay directly, uh, feel free to do so. O one one. Eight eight three oh seven oh two oh one one eight eight three oh seven oh two. This text message says, good evening. Uh, let's just go to the first one first. Hi, Tower and Doc McKay. I was diagnosed with pneumonia post-radiation treatment. To my surprise, five days of antibiotics prescription, I coughed less and could, and could breathe with ease. Thanks. Uh, Doc, you want to say something about that? Yes. Yeah, so, so pneumonia is usually can be a complication of influenza, even a cold. All right, and and many of the pneumonias are bacterial. So, if the doctor diagnoses pneumonia, the blood tests, X-rays, and even cultures from that infection would indicate quite clearly to the doctor whether this is viral or bacteria, bacterial. And if it is bacterial, the treatment would then be a course of antibiotics. And as such, if it's the right antibiotic, the patient makes a remarkable recovery. Cough goes away, symptoms goes away, fever settles, breathing settles, and the patient makes a good recovery. Mm-hmm. As long as the, the point I'm making is, as long as it is a proven, proven bacterial infection, it will respond to the correct use of antibiotics. But using antibiotics just blindly, without any mm-hmm. evidence of that, that can be a problem. I can imagine uh, it can lead to misdiagnosis. Let's let's go to this one. Says, "Good evening, my brother Mina. The way I sneeze lately." Icon, what is it that, that that I can use? I mean, that's so broad and general. No, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if you can touch. Yeah, go ahead, that, Doc. That's a clear-cut, absolute, what you call hay fever or allergic rhinitis. Itchy nose and sneezing incessantly. So this, uh, um, our listener here has suffers with allergies. And it can be anything from dust, grass, pollen, cats, dogs, house dust, mite, fungal spores in the house outside, right? And this must be treated not as a cold or flu, but needs to be treated with inhaled nasal corticosteroid nasal spray and antihistamines, not cold and flu remedy. And you'll make, you'll be able to survive the season with pleasure easily, mm. but it must be treated correctly. And these are available usually, as I said, confirm the diagnosis with your doctor, get the right prescription and you're A for away. Please do not treat it with over-the-counter stuff and as well as those stuff that start with S and A. 
That, that, that's why I'm not the doctor there, uh, Papa Tsemo. And the doctor sorted you out in just a few seconds. I was thinking it's way too broad and the doc, doctor went straight into it. 011-883-0702. Doc, I, I'm, I'm interested in trying to have preventative measures because we work very hard and some of us, speaking for myself, I can't afford to be sick and to be uh, detained at home on my bed uh, and and just watching TV or just having chicken soup, uh, there's quite a lot to do. What, what, what do I do? I know with the little ones, there are some medications that are prescribed for them. And but what do we do to make sure that uh, the immune system is strong and can withstand both cold and flu? Okay, so I think let's just first correct a fallacy. Just because you get a cold or flu or allergies or even many colds, and this is especially valid in kids, does not mean that you have a weak immune system. Mm. Mm. So this fallacy of, ooh, I need to boost my immune system mm. with oranges or, or these vitamin, uh, immune boosters that make, you know, that they sell is, a, is an untruth. In the same way, a normal healthy child can get 8 to 10 episodes of colds and flus, colds per year without there being anything wrong with that child's immune system. It's normal purely because there are so many different viruses that can cause a common cold. And there's no way that we can build up, ever build up enough antibodies to present, prevent that. I so see. please do not waste money and say, oh, I'm a good parent. I'm strengthening my child's immune system with this stuff. And therefore, you must, you won't get ill. No such. You're just wasting your money. Mm. The, so, and this is specifically for the cold. Hand washing is important and, of course, avoiding people who are sick with the cold. Yeah. Influenza, slightly different. Again, nothing to do with the immune system, although the severity can be related, like the elderly or very young. Mm. The best form of prevention for the influenza, that syndrome, the severe illness, is the flu vaccine, getting annually before winter starts. So by March, April, you must have had your flu vaccine. It is the best method of preventing flu during the upcoming flu season, the flu vaccine. And then, of course, also hand washing, hand hygiene, and avoiding any contact with anyone who could be ill. It's been a while since I had a vaccine, flu vaccine, that is. Uh, the other vaccine I had, and because I was traveling around, and it was a good thing yes. to do. Uh, and I'm just wondering, and the last time I had, many years ago, Doc, immediately I fell sick after that. And it could have been a different condition. Uh, yes. And so for myself and many other people, immediately after getting a vaccine, a flu vaccine, are you supposed to be down for a couple of days or is, does it differ from one person to the yes. other? Okay. So let me correct another fallacy. Sure. The flu vaccine cannot make you sick. Mm. It's an inactive vaccine and it takes two to three weeks to build up enough antibodies to prevent the flu. So you cannot get flu from the flu vaccine. Uh, However, this does not mean that no one gets sick. People sure. can get sick because they would have, could have been exposed to someone with the flu a few days mm. before and it simply coincided with the vaccine and then mm. the vaccine gets the bad name. Yeah. Also, remember there's a big difference between saying, you know, immediately after the flu vaccine, I got sick. But when you analyze the symptoms, it actually wasn't influenza, it was a cold oh. or they had allergies. But because there was some sort of a respiratory symptom, you know, nose, coughing, whatever, it, the, it, it, it immediately inferred that, oh, the flu vaccine gave me flu or made me sick. Scientifically, the flu vaccine cannot give you flu, cannot make you sick. However, you can still have 
the, the flu could have been brewing and then on that day it started, which simply coincided with it. So we must be very careful of, and I, I know this gives a lot of negativity around the flu vaccine. We have this discussion every winter. I will never take it because I've never been so sick. And I have to keep on trying yeah. to reinforce. It cannot make you sick. It's still your best protection. Listen, you've helped me a lot. Uh, since then, I've been shying away from, from the flu vaccine. And uh, this has helped me a lot. And I'm glad that I exposed my ignorance here. Uh, yeah. Only to benefit later, I suppose. 0118830702. Your voice notes to 072-702-1702. Good evening, Tawan. And good evening to the doctor. Uh, Tawan, um, I've got a question for the doctor. Um, the thing is, I am asthmatic and I suffer allergies um, frequently. And uh, of late, it looks like my sinuses are not, um, you know, are not coming to the party, so to speak. You know, I have congestion almost on a daily basis. I've tried uh, antihistamines, I've tried, um, you know, uh, rinsing my sinuses um, but I seem to be battling um, and it affects my throat and I wake up in the morning with a bit of headache I don't know if the doctor can suggest something I will greatly appreciate it's MK from Sanchiran Bye. I really like your, your, your topic today uh, guys uh, 702 I really really like it but Myself, the problem is I got also the same issue, myself and my daughter, and we are suffering the same thing. Now it's been like seven days, you know, and we are coughing, but, but not, not always, but like mostly early in the morning, then talk, how, how am I going to be helped like that? It is like that. Must I go see doctor or must go to, to hospital or any, any nearest, I mean, health facility or something? I'm not sure about all those things, but now it's been confusing me because usually my my flu it just takes only three days, as my commentator the day just said. You know, you know, so maybe there was somewhere somehow I did wrong, but anyway, I think you, you do understand my point. That's the thing also on my side. Is Jate here speaking in in Centurion? Uh, Doctor McKay, any response to those yeah. two listeners? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Love the first question. All right. So patient is asthmatic and battling with so-called sinus or chronic rhinitis. We know that 80% of patients who have asthma also suffer with allergic rhinitis or hay fever or sinus, which means that every asthmatic, if they suffer battle with their nose, should be on an inhaled nasal corticosteroid spray, a nasal spray. So the, for that listener, he needs to see his doctor and the doctor needs to add on a nasal spray to his asthmatic medication. You can even put it on chronic so the medical will fund it out of PMB every month without it uh, uh, costing his savings, and his problems will be solved. Mm. Stay away from over-the-counter decongestants and things like that. Mm. Okay, mm. so he's asthmatic. Remember the, the asthma, the, the, the tissue in the, from the tip of the nose right down to the bottom of the lungs, exactly the same lining. We talk about the united airway. So if you have asthma, you can have nasal problems. If you have nasal problems, you can have asthma. So the treatment must be united. That can have, help with both. Mm, okay. Sure. So you need to get a nasal spray. Second yeah. one, the clue is dad and daughter, which means genetics, which means allergies. Mm. 
Mm. You see, and mm. seasonal now, they all sick together. So it sounds like they're both battling with chronic rhinosinusitis, this cough, post-nasal trip, coughing in the morning. There may even be an element of asthma. I would like to ask him, do any of you coughing at night, any wheezing, any tight chest, any shortness of breath? There may be familiar asthma there as well, okay? Mm. But that's also, uh, that sounds very likely to be allergies as well. Mm. And again, it's, I'm so happy that we're having this discussion because we need to distinguish between colds and flus and mm. allergies. Mm. Treatment is completely different. And if you get it right, it changes your life. You'll be a new person. Like I said, 011-883-0702. Chris, we're getting a number of voice notes coming through. Uh, but first, allow me to uh, read out uh, some text messages uh, that we received on 072-702-1702. This says, Hi, Tabo and Doc over there. Thanks for a very interesting topic. I might sound ignorant, but it's how it is. I have a cough for the past 12 months. It manifests intensely. When uh, I use a cell phone, Doc, what could be the problem? You know, if, if you ask my mother that, she'll say, well, then stop using the cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the cause. But a, a cough for 12 months is very worrying, and yeah. I would need more information. You know, yeah. Is it a productive cough? When is the cough? Is there any loss of weight? Are there any night sweats? Because you're looking at asthma. It could even be TB. It could be uh, something mm. more serious in the lung. Mm. could be post-nasal trip, gastroesophageal reflux, you know, mm. heartburn, acid. Anyway, the differential there is very broad. So I wouldn't mm. even venture a, yeah. a, um, a diagnosis there. But suffice to say, any cough that is more than two weeks duration yeah. needs to be investigated. Sure. So go to the doctor and uh, get Please proper diagnosis for, for, for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, just before we go to... Uh, the uh, the voice notes, Chris. Allow me to read this one first, please. This one says, Hi, doctor. I produce foul-smelling yellowish particles from the back of my nose into my mouth. What is happening to me? Yeah, so that's a post, post-nasal drift. So that's chronic sinus where the mucus is probably now infected in the sinus cavity. Remember, we have sinus cavities in our skull, in our head, mm. which should ideally be filled with air. But if you have chronic sinus and you're treating it as a cold and flu, that mucus can build up and then get infected, right? Allergies can cause yellow mucus, but if it's foul-smelling, it's more than likely a secondary bacterial infection in there. So again, that may warrant the course of antibiotics. You may have an abscess there, which can be very, very dangerous. So again, please get, get the proper medical help. Sure. 072-702-1702. Um, evening 702. I hope you guys are okay and good. I've got a question for a doc. Um, I'm not quite sure. I don't want to diagnose myself. However, I got a flu slash cold uh, two Sundays ago and I haven't gotten better. Well, quite fully. Um, the flu symptoms went away after going to my GP and getting some medication. However, there was cough um, a bit of coughing left and um, dry throat but I seem to be having chronic cough because when my cough just really gets bad and it takes time for it to clear out or go away and I don't know what to do at this point in time and tomorrow I'm doing a lung function test I'm not sure if that test will help to diagnose if I've got bronchitis, asthma or anything of that sort because I do have shortness of breath 
Evening, Doctor. Uh, I'm worried about myself uh, because uh, it's been two years now uh, since COVID uh, has passed. I don't get the flu um, myself, uh, so I'm just worried. I just want to be like anyone who gets flu annually. Thank you. Uh, a nice problem to have there, I, I nice can talk. Problem to have. Yeah. Yes, first, first of all, problems. I would, I would be very happy <laughs> if I'm not getting, getting the flu. Flu can be very serious, you know. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you are abnormal. It probably means that you are fortunate, that you have yes. not been exposed closely enough to someone who's, had, who's actively um, exp- exposed to the virus. So um, just appreciate that and make sure you don't get it. So don't, don't stress about not getting it. And don't wish for it either, mm-hmm. you know. The first, the, the, the first voice note. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sure. No, no, no. I was going to refer you to it. Go ahead. I was yes, just yes. Re- remind the, you of the it. Benefit. So this is a post-viral cough, a dry throat. It would have been nice to know: is it a productive cough? In other words, is there a lot of phlegm coming up? But if there is tightness, a wheeze, um, a persistent cough, then uh, she would benefit from a lung function test because that can give us an idea of whether there's bronchospasm and especially related to asthma. So it's a, it's, a, it's a classic way of diagnosing asthma and symptoms plus the lung function, the lung function test. So that's a good tool to either to confirm asthma or to exclude or to exclude asthma. Mm-hmm. But other causes as chronic sinus, post-nasal drip, acid reflux can also cause this chronic persistent cough, especially after a cold. Mm-hmm. Doc, it's been extremely interesting and uh, we have just about a minute or so left and I wanted you to, if I could persuade you to just share some pearls of wisdom in those uh, last few seconds what do we need to look out for how do we keep ourselves far away from infections it, it, it may be impossible but w- w- what is doable on our side of the table yeah, okay so I think very important eat healthy Keep fit, exercise regularly, get sufficient sleep. Mm. If you protect yourself with hand hygiene, it's very good hand hand hygiene, keep away from sick people, wear a mask if necessary, and please if make sure that you if you do get any symptoms, try and make sure you know the difference between the common cold, mm. influenza, and allergies, because the treatment is very important. And please stay away from antibiotics. Not every cough is a bronchitis that needs antibiotics. Most of these symptoms mm. are viral. Mm. Please do not request, ask your doctor. And if your doctor wants to give you antibiotics, change your doctor. Yeah, and, di- <laughs> and diagnosing ourselves is a bit prob- problematic as well, I'd like to believe. Can be, can be, yes. But if you know the symptoms, yeah. you can know, you, you can make the difference. And, this, and then you know whether it needs to see a doctor or not. So I don't really have a problem with that. But yeah. and then also don't believe every advert that tells you take this and you won't get the cold. <laughs> Doc, it's been fantastic talking to you. Really Thank appreciate you, it, and uh, thanks for sharing your time with us. It means the world to us, and I'm sure that uh, many of us have benefited. Uh,